Ready? Okay. Awesome. Oh, wow. Like, totally, totally freaked me out. I mean, right on. Toro shirt on number one. Oh, my God. We're such 90s kids. to the fifth episode of the Shiny Squirrel Podcast. This week, we'll be discussing surviving a convention, specifically a cosplay convention, anime convention, or comic book convention. Cut. That's a wrap. All right, let's move it out. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. God, I wish it was that easy. Oh, I wish that surviving a convention was that easy. Like, you've drugged me to... Two. Two? Drug you? I drugged you? (laughs) Oh my god! Now I sound like a criminal! Oh wait, I am. (laughs) Dragged. You dragged me. That still doesn't sound grammatically correct. Anyway, moving on. Whatever. God damn it, being writers. (laughs) To Katsukon and Anime Midwest and... He won't let me drag your ass to Yumacon, unfortunately. No, no, you're going to that one on your own. Which is really sad because if I end up competing in two separate international competitions, having a stage bomb would be fantastic. Sorry, you're an orphan this round. <laughs> oh, I knew it. You don't want me anymore. Okay. I'm not going to feed into this. I know, you're like, I'm done. We're done with that. Moving on. <laughs> All right. I- <laughs> so let's start off with what is a convention? A convention is, definition-wise, a meeting or large group of people that are assembling for a specific reason. Did Um, you just read that off of dictionary.com? I read it originally for the book that I'm writing, How to Survive a Convention. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do put dictionary definitions in my guidebooks. Thank you. So congratulations, readers. You're getting free content that will eventually go into an actual guidebook. Hopefully that I will get to publish this year. Yay. (gasps) Fingers crossed. I need to get my life in order. Anyway, so basically what that all means is a convention is a place where a bunch of people meet up to enjoy anime, Japanese culture, comic books, video games, cosplay, whatever it how you enjoy in the geeky world. I say geek and nerd with the utmost affection. They are not negative terms in this podcast. We are geeks ourselves. So just to to clarify that. So basically what that means is like people will go to one or three day conventions. Sometimes they're a little bit longer, depending on how long the convention has run for. And they'll go to panels and they'll hang out with friends and they might go see some events that are going on. They can partake in a competition or sing karaoke. Like there's tons of stuff to do. It's totally like as low key or as high maintenance as you want to make it. I'm insane. I make mine an absolute insane crazy ride as Brie well knows um (laughs) oops um but some people like literally just chill out the whole weekend with people that they enjoy hanging out with it's all what you make it exactly and I mean some people will just go to conventions for the meetups that aren't actually con uh sanctioned which I can kind of get behind that sounds so illegal Eh. not con sanctioned Eh. I don't know because conventions are I think the reason that conventions have blown up in like the last 10 years is because people are starting to realize that there are more people like them outside of their regular geographical 
location. Yeah, they can find a community of people that like the same things without feeling like they're going to be ridiculed or peer pressured or bullied, which is awful because you shouldn't be bullied for things that you like. Right. That kind of brings us to our first point about even though these are places to like find community, you still need to be aware that you still need to keep your mind about yourself. Yeah. And in that we mean like everybody's still another human being. Uh, You still need to respect other people the way you would like to be respected. Don't go harass people don't go be disrespectful like they are all people who are just trying to have a good time and respecting another person's space and autonomy and property is very important in this age of social media i think it's also important to start understanding that someone's likeness is not for you to capture yeah um, and i'm talking about pictures here yeah it's a huge issue with in the in the digital age as we said With people just taking pictures of people without consent. Like we see it all the time. People make memes out of somebody that they saw at the grocery store. And we all think it's funny. But at the same time, like that is another person you are putting on the internet for the purpose of ridiculing them. Like that's not okay. And even if you are taking the picture to show people because you're like, oh my God, their cosplay was so amazing. You still need to ask their permission to take that picture and post that picture because it is their face you are posting on the internet. And if they don't want their face on the internet, that is their right and you need to respect that. And not to get into the deep dark world of security risks, but some people who, there are people in this world that it is a very real personal safety risk for their photo likeness to be anywhere on the internet. So just be mindful and be respectful. You never know what someone's story is. And that's just a part of basic human empathy. That's suggesting everybody has empathy, Brie. Empathy is a skill. Practice. Work on it. Okay. On the note of respecting others, do not touch another person or their props. I don't care if they are dressed as your favorite character in the whole world and you identify as that character or whatever your thing is. Do not touch them. That is not okay. They are not the character. They are a real human being and they have a right to their own body. And you running up and touching them without their consent could very well trigger a panic attack for that person or an anxiety attack for that person. You don't know what they've gone through in their lives and it's not appropriate for you to touch them without asking. Isn't there one particular um, anime fandom that is really awful for this? Uh, I don't know specifically. I have heard that, um, I've heard some things about some fandoms. A lot of people have left fandoms because of how toxic they've been, which like, is I think I've heard shame. that about My Hero Academia. I've heard a often. lot of things about My Hero Academia. I can't attest to any of them personally, so I don't want to, I don't want to throw any fandom under the bus. Well, I mean, and it's, it's not always the, the fandom as a whole. Yeah, certain people can can ruin a fandom for others. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm a part of the Supernatural fandom, and yeah, every once in a while you're going to get a misogynistic dickwad. But, you know, that doesn't take away from the incredible work that the three leads, you know, Jensen, Jared, and Misha, the work that they do to empower people with mental health disorders, basically empowering people to pull themselves out of, you know, certain personal rough spots, not always just mental health, but like other things too. So, you know, it it sucks that some people feel that in order to protect their physical and emotional and psychological well-being that they have to leave something that could have very well 
saved their life. Yeah, it's one of those things where you don't own a character, you don't own a TV show, you don't own a fandom. You are part of it and you are allowed to enjoy it. But when you start taking the enjoyment of that from others, you are no longer being respectful of other people. And you are not a good fan at that point. I'm sorry. No, you're just a dick. Yeah, you're, you're just an asshole at that point. I actually, speaking of experiences, in regards to this, these are the kinds of experiences that I'm talking about. I was hanging out at a con and I had some girl come barreling up to me and just like wrap me up in a hug. I had never met that woman before. I didn't know how old she was because it's a legitimate thing for adults to not be touching minors. Like that is a huge issue. So it's like, even if the minor touches you, it's still not okay. So when people run up and hug me, I'm like, I don't know how old you are. This is highly inappropriate. Like, please don't touch me without asking. When we were at KatsuCon, we talked to a, a young woman in classic Lolita, absolutely gorgeous. And she had talked about another woman out of cosplay running up and lifting her skirt because she wanted to know what was underneath. Like, what in your mind makes you think that that is okay? It's not. Do not touch people. Do not take things from them. Do not take pictures of them. Ask, ask, ask. You have words. Use them. They might say yes. They might say no. Whatever their answer, respect it or leave the con because you. we don't need people like you destroying the good times that everybody else is having. It's that old classic rule, treat others the way that you want to be treated. But see, the problem there is that some people don't care if people come up and hug them. That's the but problem. I, so, but here's the thing is there's something very, very powerful about, like, I might not care if you want to give me a hug. Like, I, I love hugs, <coughs> but I will always prefer for you to ask me first. Yeah, like, I, I don't mind hugging people. But like just recently, I actually had somebody attempt to hug me three times in less than an hour. Uh, no. First off, I, like, yes, you ask, but at the same time, like that's peer pressure. Like that's not okay. You need to understand boundaries and you need to understand somebody else's autonomy. So like asking and being respectful at the same time. You know, just to talk about consent here for a minute, the, as the asker, there's something like subconscious that happens and is a bit empowering when you enforce the boundaries that for someone else. Yeah. Because it, it teaches you subconsciously that you are also worthy of having those boundaries. Yeah. Nobody has a right to your body or your time, whether you're in cosplay or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we, I think we beat that, that topic to death. <laughs> Um, it's the, the reason we do is because it's extremely important and it's, it's still a serious issue. So this is why we, we are trying to drill it into everybody's heads. It's just so hard because when we're in this day and age, not to get political, but you know, in this Me Too movement where everyone's stories are coming to the forefront, it just becomes that much more important for everyone who has a voice to keep everyone accountable. Yeah. The, the sad part is a lot of people who cosplay are introverted. And they don't feel comfortable saying no. And they don't, or they don't feel comfortable telling somebody that they're uncomfortable. And that is, people take advantage of that. And that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So you, if you can stand up for another person and you see something like that going on, do it. Because a lot of people will not have the strength to do so themselves. We are a community. Yay. Yay, community. <laughs> I feel like a cult now all of a sudden. What? We, we sound super enthused about community, which my dear listeners, if I don't sound super duper enthused, please forgive me. I've kind of been in this 
crazy uh oh emotional ride yeah we just said goodbye to my incredible grandmother which is why we didn't um post an episode a couple weeks ago and i was also offered a new job so i'm and i'm getting started on directing a musical just got finished casting that so my life has just you know gotten really really full really really fast Hmm. and no one's surprised but my life's not nearly as tragic i just put all the pressure on myself because i was like i'm gonna compete in two separate competitions with two separate cosplays this month in two separate states so remember how we were talking about like you know respecting others what about respecting ourselves what i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention my bad (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry I heard an R word in there somewhere and I just kind of was like ah, no idea just click turned off I just occasionally respect myself mm. we are all on our own personal journeys like just because we're podcasting doesn't mean that we are our gods mighty and powerful oh, gods one I don't think anyone thinks we're gods <laughs> no but like we're still human beings we're still going through a lot like We are just telling you guys stuff that we have learned along our journey, but we don't know everything either. But we are so incredibly appreciative of you coming on this journey with us. Yeah, this is exciting for us. We've never done anything like this. (laughs) We've only been talking about it for years. Okay, so... Another thing to think about when going to a convention is just like basic fundamentals. By this, I mean, where are you staying? How much money is it going to cost? How are you getting to the con? How much money is it going to cost? Will you buy things? How much money is it going to cost? <laughs> like, I, I, money is something that I hear convention goers talk about all the time because they're like, I brought $50 to spend at the dealer's room. Next thing you know, $300 are gone. Like... There, people, if you don't plan accordingly, it is very easy to lose money. And Brie and I did a little bit of this at KatsuCon because we didn't really plan our meals accordingly. So we bought Starbucks every morning and it was, God, I don't even want to know how much we spent on that Starbucks. I just tried to like give them my credit card and not pay attention. <laughs> just just give me the caffeine. I just want the caffeine. Okay. I just want the caffeine. I just, just need just the caffeine. Give me the coffee. I don't care how much it costs right now. I've been standing in this line for 30 minutes. Just give me the damn coffee. (laughs) Anyway, so money is something that you need to take into account because money is going to either open doors for you or it's going to put a huge stressor on your mental state, which can impact how well you enjoy the con. So just kind of things that you want to pay attention to is like your hotel, your travel, your food. Are you going to be buying anything? Do you need an emergency fund? Like, just try to be cognizant of things that money, things that are going to take your money away from you because (laughs) life takes your money away from you. But this specifically will take your money away from you. These are expensive events. Unless you're going to a local convention, in which case I'm super jealous. (laughs) What? Now that Melanie has revealed her (laughs) issue with conventions... I don't spend money on things, though. Like, I'm actually super frugal when we go to conventions. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, we wandered around uh, Artist Alley at... I never buy anything. KatsuCon? I but always, yeah. I always go to the Artist Alley in the dealer's room, but, like, I never buy anything personally. But, like, I don't have a lot of wall space or place to display stuff. So I don't want to buy something and have it just collect dust. Like, I have a Batman poster that's sitting on my printer that still doesn't even have a frame. So... 
Plus, there's usually no place in your luggage to <laughs> store it. Let's what, be real. What luggage? So your problem with cons, Brie. So as an introvert, I know how it's, you know, you get really, really excited for con because, yay, you'll finally be around your kind of people who love the same things that you do. And there's something incredibly like powerful and uplifting about being surrounded by like-minded people. However, especially for three or four day cons, you need to keep in mind that you're still human and it's okay to not go to every single thing. Give yourself enough grace to pace yourself. Um, Sorry, the extrovert is trying to not talk because I don't have this issue. So (laughs) this is why I wanted you to talk because like, Clearly, you have different experiences at cons than I do. So cons can be extremely exhausting for me because of my post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, I'm always looking for the exit. I am hyper aware of everything that's going on around me. Melanie, I think, thinks that I'm oblivious because I bump into people, but that's just how I walk. I've never said anything remotely like that. What? No, you just physically push me. Oh, I'm just used to people not paying attention and always running into people. My sister-in-law does that too. We have to guide her through crowds. It's just, um, it's just something. I, it, it, that is when my mama penguin kicks in. I try to make sure you don't get your ass run over. Love you. It takes a lot to push me over. Okay, well, I don't want you pushing anybody else over. Make <laughs> you feel better? Don't injure people at con, Brie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cons can be extremely exhausting for me. I think the reason that anime midwest wasn't nearly as exhausting as KatsuCon was was because there was a certain level of control over my day um because we did lead so many panels and that was so much of our experience mm. my back was never to the entrance ever like i think it cuz like what we went to three other panels outside of leading ours cuz that was really all we had time for uh, okay, the con was a blur, but sure, three sounds good. <laughs> because of how I was able to control my experience so much more, I didn't feel nearly as uh, anxious yeah. and panicky we, as I did during KatsuCon. We weren't prepared for KatsuCon because like, we had tried to plan it out and then plans kind of fell through. And we were kind of left in this like state of limbo of like, all right, well, what are we doing now? Mm-hmm. And like KatsuCon was much more spread out and there were a lot more people. Like it was much more it was more spread out but it was still more densely populated. Yeah, like there was there was no real way to break off and feel secure, at mm-hmm. least for me, because the only place to sit was out in the open and I think that has to do with how wide open the atrium was. Yeah. Um a gorgeous venue though. It's it's absolutely gorgeous and I love walking into it. Should I sit behind you next time? Uh, n- no, because there are so many, like, aerial issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, my brain was like, okay, well, there's a... <laughs> I am so sorry, listeners, but, like, there's a point for a sniper. There's a point for a sniper. Like, there was no good, safe place to hide. Welcome to Military Training 101. <laughs> okay. So, anyway... <laughs> Moral of the story, just because you're at con doesn't mean that you have left your regular human programming behind. Be kind to yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed, take a step back. Just take it easy. You're there to enjoy yourself. No one is expecting you to 
be some superhuman, make it to all of the panels and to all of the events and to see all of the performances. Yeah, like like we said earlier, the con is what you make it. So if you're an introvert who can hang out for a couple hours and then needs to go recharge, do that. That's your, your that's your that is how you're going to have fun at con, and that's totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. A lot of cons actually will have um, like anime room or like excuse me, they'll have manga rooms or comic book rooms, which are generally quiet spaces that you could probably go hang out in a couple hours for a couple hours. Damn, I can't English. No that, one can English. That you can go hang out in for a couple hours um, and then go back and go to another panel or like go out to lunch for a little bit or have lunch in your room or take a nap, like get out of cosplay because it's too stressful for you. Whatever you want to do is totally fine. And as long as you make that clear to whoever you're hanging out with and like, hey, this is what I need to do, they should respect that because that's how you're going to enjoy con. And obviously, if you're not enjoying con, they're not going to enjoy con. So... Or even if it's something as simple as, you know, it's 105 degrees, you just took a bunch of photos, and you're both disgusting. Dripping in sweat. And humidity. Oh my god. And you need to take a shower. Like, just communicate that. Yeah, like, we went outside. I'm pretty sure Bree is literally quoting our experience. Uh, we went <laughs> yes. outside to take pictures. I was in Princess Mononoke Sans cosplay, and Brie was my photographer. And it was bloody hot outside. Oh my gosh! And by the time like we got done, like my makeup is running, I'm dripping in sweat. Brie's hot, and ugh, it was gross. We're like, I wanted to hang out in that cosplay longer, but it was like there's just there's just no way. Like we both need to go shower right now. So, yeah, we went and did that. We got into different cosplays and hung out. Like, it was no big deal. Because I I couldn't imagine us trying to just hang out in the state that we were in. Well, okay. I feel like both of us would have just gotten angry and frustrated. I, and- I do not hold heat well, so I would have been extremely fucking angry. Like, I would have been a rage monster. But that actually brings us to our next point. Hygiene. Yay, hygiene. If you are going to a con... Please shower, wear deodorant, brush your teeth, be wear an adult. Clothes. Like these are basic fundamentals of being an adult. And some of you may not be adults, but you still need to adult at a con. You need to take care of your personal hygiene because your personal hygiene also affects your health and you need to be healthy to enjoy con. So please take care of your health and your hygiene and go shower and put on deodorant because even if you can't smell yourself, everybody else can, and nobody wants to smell that. We've had too many experiences with that at con. I don't understand why people still can't figure this out. I, I honestly think it's because they're nose blind, and it also doesn't help that like odds are the clothes that they feel most comfortable in that they're wearing to con, they have let go without washing for too long, so that even if they wash wash it, it's still going to retain a lot of that bacteria so that the minute that they start sweating I think people just don't wear deodorant I think a lot of people just don't do it and I don't understand that like if you don't maybe you have sensitive skin or maybe you don't like all the fragrances like there are so many different options for deodorant nowadays you can get a natural deodorant if that's what you want like please just wear something anything well, it doesn't always it helps work for long it may not it helps <laughs> yeah. for a minute period of time and sometimes like especially for like certain mental health issues where it affects your body chemistry it'll work for maybe like 45 minutes 
and then shit goes sideways real fast. And some people who have like certain medications affect your body chemistry as well. So you kind of have to, deodorant is a journey. That's all I'm going to say. Deodorant is just a journey. But there are steps you can take. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, especially if we're all like sweaty and gross in a crowded building. Like, that's just inevitable. But like, just don't forego all of it because you don't think it's going to be worth it. Like, do something, please. That and you deserve to have good hygiene. Yeah. Like, yes, it is a service to others. But most importantly, you as a human deserve to feel clean and shiny and new. Well, and it being clean helps to keep you healthy and you deserve to be healthy. It does. It's science. Looking at you, fellow depression people. I know who you you're deserve. talking to. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I know who you're talking to, Brie. Wink, wink. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Yourself. I'm just gonna drink my frosted lemonade. Okay. Like we don't we don't want to shame anybody in this podcast. We don't want to make fun of anybody. We're, that's like not what we're doing here. We're just trying to give you tips on how to have a better con and to be healthy so that you can enjoy your con more and hopefully not catch con plague after you go home because mm. nobody likes con plague. That's gross. Remember to wash your hands after using the toilet. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Bring hand sanitizer. <laughs> Just be healthy, be clean. You'll have a great time, we promise. Okay, what haven't we discussed yet? So we talked about hygiene, we talked about money management, we talked about, you know, caring for your mental health when you're at a con. And all of this comes back around to just taking care of yourself in general. So take breaks when you need to. Get sleep when you need to. Remember to eat food. And drink water. Monster, Coffee is not water. Monster's not water. Monster's not water. Water is water. Water Alcohol is Alcohol is not water. Tea <laughs> is water. Tea counts as water. Mm, depends on the tea. It's still better for you than coffee. Um, ramen is not water. <laughs> ramen is not water. There is so much sodium in there. It is no longer Soda. water. Soda. Mountain Dew is not water. Pop is not water. <laughs> Screw you and your soda. Coke is not water for all you Southern people out there. Sweet tea. Soda pop. <laughs> Sweet tea water. is not water. <laughs> We're having an entire podcast of what is not water. All right. What is water? Things that will, water. <laughs> things that will hydrate you. Orange juice. Regular juice. Water. Uh, Ju- that like natural fruit juice can hydrate you look for look at the sugar and the sodium i mean you can do that everything but like some people can't some people can't drink plain water like they really just can't do it i i don't get it but like if you are incapable of drinking enough water to hydrate your body there are alternatives drink tea drink juice not coffee coffee is not going to help you thank you for coming to our ted talk on staying hydrated Sponsor us. <laughs> um, oh my God. Except for you, Nestle, because you're destroying our Great Lakes. I'm not getting into that topic right now. <laughs> Can't do it. It'll be a rant and it's just not okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, I like how we're talking about this. Literally the first night we were there, we had like pizza and alcohol. Yeah, we... um. 
do what we say, not not as we do. Yeah, yeah. We know from experience to do the things that we don't do. Eat your vegetables. What are vegetables? <laughs> like, obviously, like, your nutrition level is going to be a little bit off during con. That's understandable because it's not like you're eating. You're going to be able to make all of your meals at home. But, you know, try your best to eat as healthy as possible because especially when you get to be our age or older, that kind of crap is... Make us sound like fossils. We felt We're not so even 30. bad, though. We felt so bad after all of that carbs. Like, I needed We also had food. a lot of effing sodium. Like, we did not drink enough water. Going back to water. I just like, can't have that much rice. Rice has, like, no nutritional value. Oh, my God. We, we didn't even eat that much rice. It was the ramen that killed us. Uh, it was a combination of ramen and coffee. Coffee. I'm a coffee <laughs> addict, guys. I can literally drink coffee at midnight and go to sleep. Like, it doesn't affect me, unfortunately. It just makes me less likely to kill people. Get this bitch some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, bottom line. <laughs> Jesus. Take care of yourself. <laughs> eat properly if you can. Drink properly if you can. Take breaks. Do the sleep things, you know, hydrate and, oh, wait, be healthy and clean as the best that you are able. I'm doing a really good job of this. Yes. I'm just going to have to, like, when I'm going through an editing, just keeping a tally of how many times we say hydrate and water. and Hydrate just do yourself. Okay, wait, wait. What's that, what's that analogy? We are all plants. We require water and sunshine. What is that analogy? You gave me that one time. We are all house oh. plants. We are all complicated house plants. Yeah, something along that line. We require water and sunshine and to be talked to. <laughs> be kind. <laughs> be nice to your house plants. They can hear you. They have feelings too. Um, okay. Grow better. Grow better. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, I feel like I want to put that sound in here now. It's Friday night and I got no plans. I'm going to sit at home and yell at my plants. Okay, I'm finding it. Give me two seconds. Friday night and I got no plans. I'm sitting at home and yell at my plants. (laughs) To all the people that are wondering, yes, I am on TikTok. And yes, I am cringy. You can find her at Noel Cosplay. Oh, God. Last piece of information we want to discuss is actually cosplaying at the convention because those who have never been to a convention or have no idea what cosplay is, it is a very popular hobby for people to partake in at a convention. Basically, it's just dressing up as your favorite character from a TV show, a anime, a manga, comic books, whatever you want. And, you know, hanging out with other people in cosplay. It's great. It's a good time. That said, basic common sense human being rules apply while in cosplay. Uh, Do not touch other people. Just because you're in cosplay, you don't like get a pass. That's not how that works. As a cosplayer, you still have autonomy and rights to your own body. That means that if somebody wants to touch you or they want to take a picture of you, you have full right to say no. You don't need to give a reason either. Just say no, because that is, if that's going to make you uncomfortable, you have a right to say no. Like, that's just a thing. You, you don't have to give people your time just because you dress, you dress up for yourself. People cosplay for themselves. They do not cosplay for everybody else. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. 
on that note, regarding cosplaying, like, again, same basic rules apply. If you're going to be wearing, like, a ton of face paint or really heavy armor, like, take breaks. Do not strain your body for a cosplay because you're just going to be miserable. And then every time you think back on that cosplay, you're going to think about how miserable you were. So just take care of yourself cosplay something for a few hours change out change into a casual cosplay that's just like a t-shirt and some pants like that's totally fine you don't have to go full armor wings set every whatever crazy stuff like you don't need all of that you can casually cosplay and that's totally acceptable or you can not cosplay that's also acceptable just take care of yourself why why do i feel like i have to repeat that because like nobody takes care of themselves what am i saying right now ow Uh, (laughs) it's the episode title Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. This kind of brings us to, like, I know we kind of have gotten serious a little bit a couple of times Mm. in this episode, but Melanie and I were talking about this earlier on the phone where just because you're around people who might like the same genres or uh, shows that you do does not mean that you can trust them, which is so sad. Yeah. But if you are there with a group of friends, which I think that if you are going to con, you know, you know, find the people that, you know, you know, will have your back and spend your time with them. Not only will it be better for your mental health, but also it's better for safety and other general good time stuff. But even if you are in a group or if you're by yourself, especially if you're by yourself, do not leave your drinks unattended. Don't leave them open in a way for people to slip something in, you know, the same rules of avoiding uh, date rape apply. And I don't, I don't want to say avoiding because like sometimes like the victim is never at fault. I'm going to repeat this 10 million times. The victim is never at fault. But this is also Um, something for younger people too, because a lot of people, a lot of people who go to cons are younger and they may not have had this conversation with their parents yet because they're not drinking. First off, drugs can be placed in pop. They can be placed in water. No drink is safe from potentially being drugged. So please always keep an eye on your drinks. Always keep it aware of your surroundings. Like some younger people may not know this yet, but like cons can be dangerous places. They are public places. There's nobody really watching out for you unless you're in your group. And I hope you trust them to have your back. Like I know we were talking about um, taking breaks earlier. Make sure that the places that you take breaks are safe. Don't go in the alley and like hang out. Yeah, don't, don't go in the alley. Don't be by yourself on the fringes in a way that could make you susceptible to a quick grab. And I hate having this conversation. I hate having to give these pointers because, you know, cons should be a safe space. I mean, like just being able to live your life should be a safe space. People take advantage of safe spaces though. Yeah. And it sucks and it's awful, but heaven forbid anyone, you know, who just needed to have a quick breath from all of the crowds, you know, get drugged and, dragged off somewhere or even like mugged and have your stuff taken like there are different levels of bad things that can happen to you yeah just being aware of your surroundings hanging out with people that you trust and you know will have your back watching your drinks and your food like there are measures you can take to ensure your safety and therefore your enjoyment at a con well ensure your safety the best that you possibly can like at a certain point it's out of your hands and there's but having said all that you gotta live your life and have fun if you want to cosplay as baby doll fucking cosplay as baby doll just because your midriff showing and you know your skirt is hiked up to just under your butt does not mean that that is consent for other people to touch you or to take advantage of you yeah that's not that's not okay 
That is something that still we're working on in the cosplay community. It doesn't matter how much or how little clothing you are wearing. You are still a human being, and that is not an invitation for people to touch you. So if somebody tries to, slap their hand away and make it very clear that that is not okay. Or scream, and I will come running to help you. Yeah. I like, I mean, ugh, like, I hate that shit so much. It makes me so I know, angry. I know. We've given you guys our socials quite often, and like, we're pretty easy to find. So if you're going to a convention that we're going to, and you know, you need community, hit us up. Let us know. We're always happy to meet up with listeners or with fans. I, what, am, what am I even saying, Melanie? Because like, honestly, both you and I will go to battle for almost anybody. That's, that's, a, that's really what it comes down to. If somebody, is showing prejudice or bias against you I will or making you feel unsafe yeah if they make you feel unsafe or anything of the above I will like point them out I will go shut them down because first off that kind of behavior is not acceptable second off it's definitely not acceptable at a con third off nobody should feel uncomfortable in their own skin and if somebody makes you feel that way I will make a public stint so that they never want to show their face again I have legitimately called two dudes out in public for taking a picture of a woman without her consent. And it was clear from the way they were talking that they were doing it to ridicule her. I called them out because that kind of behavior is not acceptable. I hate when people do that. People do not cosplay for your amusement. They cosplay because they want to and it makes them feel good. So go fuck yourself and your bullshit for making somebody else feel bad about what makes them happy. Ah! On that note, I really need to also state cosplay is for everyone. I don't care what your gender is, your sexuality, your race, your religion. I don't care if you are a Martian from Mars. Cosplay is for everyone. And if somebody makes you feel bad because you are gay or trans trans or whatever you happen to be that is also not okay i have seen people feel extremely uncomfortable and not cosplay because somebody made them feel uncomfortable with who they are and i really wish they would have pointed them out because i would have decked them because i do not understand how in this day and age we continue to hate people for who they are Brittany, cut me off before I continue to rant. Okay, here I am cutting you off before you continue to rant. I actually had somebody, um, I know somebody who who crossplays and he apparently was shamed for crossplaying at a con. And because of that, he chose not to cosplay the final day of the con. Just so fucking aggravating. It is so annoying. I crossplay now and a lot of, I'll be honest, I was very afraid to do it because like I, I wasn't sure how people would take it. I didn't know if it was going to be acceptable. The thing is, cosplay is for you. If you enjoy it and you're not making fun of anybody while doing it, then it's okay. And if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, first off, they don't belong in your life. And second off, they are just spouting hot air because they have some serious issues they need to deal with. And I will cut them. <laughs> I just... Mm. But anyway, basically... <laughs> we're getting like super dark right now. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to a bunch of more cons this year in the Midwest. Feel free to hit me up or you can hit us up on social media at shiny squirrel po on Twitter. We are happy to discuss this stuff with you guys. We are happy to give you pointers if we can. We want everybody to have a good con experience. So if we can help you in any way, we will absolutely try our best to do so. If you don't feel comfortable like reaching out to us on social, you can also, we have an email now. We have an email. I We have an email you. now. Our, our um, email is actually the same as our Twitter. So it's super easy. Shiny squirrel po at gmail.com. Send us, yeah, send us feel, an email. Yeah, we'd love to talk talk to you. 
I don't know where I was going with that because okay. Olive Branch, here, take it. <laughs> I'm awkward. People. <laughs> Basically, hit us up on social media. We are available on Twitter at Shiny Squirrel Po. We have an email that you can email us. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable on Twitter, our email is shinysquirrelpo at gmail.com. And we're always willing to hear your guys' thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, whatever you want to throw at us. We're happy to hear them. We're happy to chat about it, give our feedback, give our pointers, give our, well, we are just human and we don't actually know what we're talking about half the time. So, you know, there's that too. But we're a friendly ear here to listen. Yeah, we will. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Yeah, we're happy to listen to. Bree's probably a better listener. <laughs> But with that, I think that we gave you guys all some great pointers. Be respectful. Take care of yourself. That pretty much sums up our entire podcast. (laughs) If you guys like what we had to say and you would like to help us out monetarily, we do have a Patreon, which offers some exclusive features. Our Patreon is The Shiny Squirrel. Additionally, if you guys like or didn't like something that we said in this podcast or previous podcast, give us or take away from us Hogwarts house points. I think that's really fun. Um, I'm Gryffindor. Obviously, I'm Slytherin. There's no, there's no question about that anymore. If this is your first time listening to us, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We come out with new episodes on Mondays every week. And if you feel so inclined... Leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform. We love to hear what you guys have to say. And you letting us know what you like helps inform what we create to give back to you. It's a great relationship we've got going. I'm awkward. Don't mind me. I zoned out. What? Hydrate. Hydrate yourself. (laughs) You are a house plant.